Hello everyone and welcome to the first ever Hot Tag, your wrestling podcast here on Sin. I'm really excited. <laughs> You're really excited. I'm, I'm over the moon. I can't wait to get right into this. Um, My so, name is Erin. I'm Julian and we're going to be talking to you about everything wrestling. Yes, so consider us kind of the bridge between yourselves and the wrestling world. Be you hardcore fans or avid newcomers, we welcome you all. Yeah, everyone's welcome. And uh, we'll make sure to clarify what's going on, what's new, what's old, and uh, explanations of, you know, different references and different um, terms. So it's a bit of a learning experience for those who are just joining as well. We're going to keep you all in the loop. (laughs) So to start off with, we're going to talk about what is wrestling. So wrestling's been around for some time now. In 1989, an effort to remove wrestling from tax regulation, WWE Chairman Vince McMahon issued a statement defining professional wrestling in the state of New Jersey Senate. An activity in which participants struggle hand-in-hand, primarily for the purpose of providing entertainment to spectators rather than conducting a bona fide athletic contest. So there's where the whole worked aspect comes into wrestling. Yeah, sports entertainment. Sports entertainment. That's correct. The term sports entertainment was born from this... Sports entertainment represents athletes trying to emulate a contest, working hand-in-hand to create a performance that looks legitimate and is entertaining in a variety of ways, be that through comedy, caricature, physical athleticism. There's a, it's endless. It's endless when it comes to wrestling. With the rise in independent promotions, there's been a lot more creativity in the wrestling world. So this is a good thing. And it gives us more to talk about here. So, yeah, when it comes to things to talk about, we've got WWE, the the biggest form of wrestling entertainment in the world. Uh, but then we have the smaller stuff that goes sort of elsewhere. Uh, Lucha Underground and New Japan Pro Wrestling, as well as even some local uh, homegrown talent in the OCW. Yes, very much so. OCW, Outback Championship Wrestling, Melbourne City Wrestling, and PCW. So, yes, Australian wrestling they coexist. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Without further ado, we'll be heading into our news segment right now where we will talk about three points from each ver- each uh, instalment, I guess, of wrestling around the world. So, to kick it off, the WWE, what has happened this week? First of all, we have Roman Reigns suspension, Aaron. Oh, oh my, my God! God. <laughs> what just happened? Yes. Roman Reigns suspended for thirty days. This is a massive WTF moment. For those who don't know the name Roman Reigns, he's probably the WWE's current biggest superstar. Yep, the poster boy of WWE. The news of Roman Reigns suspension dropped on Wednesday, and it shocked both of us, Aaron. It's kind of a representation of how seriously the WWE do take their wellness policy. Yep. I mean, if this guy isn't immune to it, then obviously no one is, which is something that people speculated for quite some time. Moving on, we're going to the new world heavyweight champion, who we are pretty damn psyched about, Mr. Dean Ambrose. We are both immense Dean Ambrose, Moxley Mox fans from day one. (laughs) Uh, Dean Ambrose uh, became Mr. Money in the Bank in the Money in the Bank pay-per-view earlier this week, and he went on to cash that said Money in the Bank... uh, contract to become the new world heavyweight champion so the money in the bank contract allows anyone who wins it to pursue a title opportunity at any given time it's up to them so dean ambrose in typical lunatic fashion cashed in about well 45 minutes after he won it yeah maybe, basically maybe just an under hour? an hour maybe yeah. it was uh it was pretty spectacular 
Yeah. I'm, I'm glad it happened. I was over the moon. You couldn't, I couldn't stop screaming. It was fantastic <laughs> to hear. So then at Raw on the following night, Triple Threat match set for the next pay-per-view battleground. This is the match we've all been waiting for. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, the Shield in a Triple Threat match. All the members. Finally. After how many years? Two years, I think, after being separated. It's been two years since they separated and four since they debuted in WWE. The Shield were one of the most dominant factions to ever take on the WWE with Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Again to Roman Reigns. <laughs> Throwing a spanner in the works. Will Roman Reigns, in fact, appear at the match at Battleground? Because he does return three, I think, days before yep, Battleground. I think that's what uh, was uh, mentioned in the news. Um I believe he will be in the mm. match. It's been set in stone, I reckon, this match. They won't delay it. It's a, it's a dream match. It is it is a dream match, but it upsets me because it should have been a WrestleMania match. At least a SummerSlam match. At least a SummerSlam. All right, well, moving on in Raw, we had a couple of returns that were pretty spectacular. First of all, we had uh, Sasha Banks finally back on Raw. I, I don't know about you, the but... The boss is back. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped to see the boss back in action. And the other return were the Wyatts. The Wyatts. There's something about the way they do their entrance. Everyone turns on their flashlights on their phones and they go with it. It's fantastic. I was so excited to see Bray back. They're a thrill to watch and they're that next horror gimmick, I think, to come into the WWE after The Undertaker. So a bit of a passing of the torch, we hope to see, despite their dodgy WrestleMania match a couple of years ago. Oh. We'll, we'll just shove that, <laughs> we'll that under the rug. All right, moving on to NXT now. We will be talking about Nakamura versus Finn Balor in three weeks' time. Now, NXT began as the developmental brand for WWE, and it has since skyrocketed. Yes, uh, skyrocketed, surpassed that expectations. Um, NXT became a brand of its own, and everybody loves it. It's like the place for hardcore fans who love wrestling to go to get a good story. The writing is beautiful. The characters are beautiful. The wrestling is phenomenal. If you're a wrestling fan and you're not watching NXT, shame on you. And if you're not a fan, get on it. Seriously, this it's probably the best place to start. There's not too much going on. There's some good characters and there's, as you said, phenomenal action. It's non-stop so at NXT. So it's easy to keep up with. Definitely. Uh, so Nakamura versus Balor. It's a dream match. <laughs> we said it before, but oh my God. More dream matches. It's a good time for wrestling. Yeah, former NXT world champion Finn Balor taking on the newcomer who is undefeated in NXT, Shinsuke Nakamura. This is so exciting because these guys were over in New Japan with each other for quite some time, and now we have them here. We are spoiled here in the Western world with wrestling choices. Also in NXT, we have a return, just like on Raw. We have Bailey. Finally back. Hey, we want some belly. <laughs> oh, the chants never stop. And everyone just wearing all the, uh, what's it, the I'm a hugger shirts? Oh, I'm my God. I'm a hugger. When you see grown men wearing I'm a hugger t-shirts, <laughs> purple you know, I'm a hugger t-shirts. You, you know you've done something right in yes. your WWE. <laughs> so she came back and won her match. It was good to see her back in action. It's It's been too long. It's always good to see Bailey. And finally in NXT, we have my personal favourite wrestler at the moment, No Way Jose. Undefeated at the moment, so my man, he's taken him on until Austin Aries showed up. Ooh, Austin Aries, the greatest man that ever lived, the hasn't really proclaimed yeah, hasn't man. really been achieving much over in NXT at the minute. So I don't know whether this will help him or hinder him. Mm. 
in a way, it's good to see him getting involved in storylines, especially with Jose, because, oh, my God, thank you for putting him in a storyline. Yep, <laughs> that, that's, my, that's my thinking. Um, so what happened on this night was Aries approached Jose at the end of Jose's match, and Jose invited Aries to dance. There was some... <laughs> and we saw some killer dad <laughs> some killer moves death. before Aries turned on Jose mm. and clean knocked him out. Yes. It was... Oh, it was crushing. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes. Mm, I'm definitely excited to see Jose, Nowhere Jose finally in the storyline. So now we're going to go elsewhere in the world to the wacky world of Lucha Underground. Oh, I love Lucha. It's fantastic. Lucha Underground is a fantastic independent promotion coming out of Los Angeles, filmed in Lucha Libre style. It is all forms of cinematic television. There is impeccable wrestling it's it's the full package, Lucha Underground, isn't it? Definitely, like it's just like you said before, wacky. There's the amount of moves, like all these spins and jumps and high flying maneuvers. It's oh my god! So if you like <laughs> high flying and you like a thrill, check out Lucha Underground. I urge you. So in this week's episode, we had a couple matches for the medallions for the Gift of God's Championship. For those who don't know, the Gift of God's Championship is very like the Money in the Bank contract in WWE. We had Killshot Marty Martinez, and I'm going to give this a go, <laughs> El Sinestro de la Morte. Nailed it. Did I? <laughs> yep. Awesome. Um, we had those three go over and win three medallions. Good match. Good enough. Good enough? Yeah, good enough. I, I'm a personal fan of Killshot. Yeah, When I he love showed Kill up, Shot. there's that finishing move he's got. Mm. I think he calls it the Killshot. Mm. My God. That's, yeah, <laughs> like he drops them right down, and that's um he drops them. very yeah, it's very devastating. But um, I reckon he's one to watch out for when it comes to being a champion. And then we had a women's match. Now I reckon the women could teach the blokes over in WWE a thing or two. They are without a brutal, doubt. brutal. I'm proud to be a woman watching Lucha Underground. Yeah, they all get their go in Lucha Underground. The women fight with the men. It's fantastic. In the big title matches. I, I love intersex wrestling. I think it's phenomenal and I'm sad that we don't see it that often anymore. Yeah, like when I first started watching Lucha I was like, oh this is you know, wow, this is happening but later on you get used to it and there's, they nail it the women hold their own like even better than some of the blokes on Lucha Hands down. So it's good to see that happening So we had Mariposa and Sexy Star go up against Taya and Ivelisse and Sexy Star and Mariposa won the medallions. Now, this was an interesting match because Mariposa and Sexy Star hate each other and Taya and Ivelisse hate each other. So it was a good little So twist. it makes for good chemistry. Yeah, definitely. And then we had Prince Puma, otherwise known as Ricochet over in New Japan. Bien. Prince Puma, the first Lucha Underground champion, challenged Rey Mysterio at Ultima Lucha Dos, the season finale of Lucha Underground. This is awesome because it's going to be, I think, again, a passing of the torch. Rey Mysterio, the innovator of the Lucha Libre style in mainstream wrestling, and Prince Puma, who's killing it all over the world right now and making a name for himself. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's a thrill to watch, Prince Puma. Like, it's all the high-flying moves, it's all the kicks, it's all the jumps. It's, oh, Prince Puma, hands down, one of the best on Lucha. In New Japan Pro Wrestling, we had Dominion 619, we had a couple of title changes. It was a completely packed card, so I won't go into every match. But three title changes. We had Michael Elgin defeat Kenny Omega for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, IWGP being the International Wrestling Grand Prix, the governing body of New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
this was fun. I love Kenny Omega. I love the Elite. Hence why I love to see the Young Bucks go over in the tag match. We had a four-way tag match with the Young Bucks coming out on top. Five-time junior championships, I think. Five-time junior tag champs now. That's that's quite the feat. And then we had Kazuchika Okada defeat Tetsuya Naito for the World Heavyweight Championship. This is good. Kazuchika is the head of Chaos, which is probably the most popular faction in New Japan Pro Wrestling at the minute. There are a lot of factions in New Japan, as we will go through as the podcast progresses. Um, So that was exciting. Good pay-per-view. Good pay-per-view. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Definitely something to keep the eyes on. Yeah, and New Japan Pro Wrestling World subscription. Get around it. It's actually quite worthwhile, especially if you enjoy watching foreign content and Japanese men screaming at you crazily. (laughs) It's a good time. Over to TNA. <laughs> oh, where do we start with TNA? Jul- Julian and I tend to avoid TNA, but but when when we get around to it, it it's there can be some interesting things yeah, going on. Yeah, it has up. its moments, definitely yeah. on TNA. Uh, so we had Miracle, Miracle, yeah, Miracle. What's his name? Yes, Mike Bennett. Mike Miracle Bennett. Mike the Miracle Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> we had him go over Eddie Edwards as the new X Division champion. Eddie Edwards held the title for I think a week. <laughs> yeah, right after Slammiversary, and it's yeah. it's over now that reign. Oh well, so it's a shame. It's a shame. Um, we had EC3 and Galloway earn title shots in a tag match, so they're both equal number one contenders for Bobby Lashley's heavyweight title now. Uh, Lashley, <laughs> just uh, Lashley now. Remember? <laughs> well, actually, in a backstage segment, Dixie Carter went up to him and said, "Hey, Bobby." Ooh. <laughs> so I guess it's changing <laughs> theatrics. Okay. And we also had Hardy's Revenge, which was Six Sides of Steel cage match. And the fact that the Hardy boys have been around for so long doing crazy stunts like this at their age blows my mind. The finish of the match is insane. You see a table, Matt Hardy, and another table. And then you see the cage, and then you see a ladder up the cage... And then you have Jeff on top of the ladder. Oh, my God. Just You leave it to the hardest gonna, to pull stuff yeah, like this. I'm going to leave you with that image. Oh, Wrestling. <laughs> Wrestling. Wrestling. It's awesome. The Hardys never fail to put on a great show. I, I've loved them since the beginning, since way back when they started in WWE. And um, when even when they progressed and moved on to TNA. Yes. The Hardys. Always, always a treat. Always done well for themselves. Especially now with the whole... Brother Nero thing. Oh, it's, it's, it's a bit odd, <laughs> but it makes for good TV. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Money in the Bank was on Monday of this past week. WWE pay-per-view, probably the best of the year in my opinion. Best of the year, really? I'm going to put it out there. It's what WWE describe as the best Money in the Bank pay-per-view ever. Okay. And they could not stop saying that. Okay, with that, I disagree. I don't think uh, anything no, could ever top 2011. I'm the same. It, no, not at all. So we had tag team match for the tag titles, and the New Day were successful, able to retain their titles. Mm-hmm. This match One... was a bit of a headache. Oh, it was... Ooh. There was some cringe moments. <laughs> there were some wow moments, but ultimately the New Day took it, and they're going on to top the longest title reign for the tag team so. champions. And I hope so. And we had the women's match. Very sad to see that the title's not in contention. But I think it won't be long before Sasha comes in and fills that spot. We had a tag match. We had Natalia and Becky Lynch versus Dana Brooke and Charlotte as women's champion. What are your thoughts? Oh, just it was it was a pretty average tag match overall. Yeah. Of course, resulting in the winning of Charlotte and Dana Brooke. Mm-hmm. But at the end, 
we had a little twist. Yes, we did. Natalia turned on Becky Lynch. Yes. In the wrestling world, what we call a heel turn. <laughs> yeah, pretty much uh, she's gone bad. Yep. What was That was... Oh. I think this is exciting. I was starting to get really bored of face Natalia. Yeah? Face being good. Oh, I reckon it should have been the other way around. Oh, I agree with you. Becky totally deserves a heel run, especially after being stabbed in the back however many By times. By everyone By she's been friends every with. every single female wrestler. You've got to feel sorry for her at times. It's... But... Do you remember the days when Natalia used to run around with Victoria and the, yep. that field, and they had that gnarly ass theme song? <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this goes. Oh, okay. Well, look, it could be good, <laughs> but then it could be pretty average. It could. We'll see how we go. Then we had John Cena versus AJ Styles. A WrestleMania caliber match. <laughs> At least with... in potential. <laughs> yeah. Didn't quite deliver. Um, but this was this was huge. You know, you have the the basically the face of everything WWE, John Cena. If you love wrestling, you of course know him, but even if you don't know what wrestling is... You've seen the memes. Yeah, you know who John Cena is. You know is. who John Cena is. And AJ Styles, quite similarly, over in New Japan and all across the world in yeah. independent promotions. He's, he's taken over the world. AJ's been around for ages, performing just spectacularly everywhere he goes, being a champion everywhere he goes. And now he's finally come to WWE... What was your mm. opinion on the match? I hate you. I hate you. Boring. Boring? Really slow, really flat. John Cena just didn't look interested, in my opinion anyway. I was very let down by this match, and a lot of people were raving about it, which I didn't quite understand when John Cena could call it a sell. I, I think it was more that he it, could barely walk. Yeah, it was. he was selling it, but it did definitely slow down the match. Yeah. And I hate to see AJ Styles in a slow match. Mm. He is quick, he's agile, he's exciting to watch, and when he gets slowed down like that, it's just not fun for anyone. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Credit to Cena, he sold the calf crusher like a boss. Yeah, like and a boss. Uh, the, what's it, the Styles Clash? Oh, and the Styles Clash. It's, oh, that was a dangerous move. Styles because... Clash is renowned as one of the most dangerous moves in wrestling. Your head, essentially, is slammed First, face first yeah. onto the mat. And Cena's giant head came so close Cena, to the mat. Yeah, and AJ Styles is not a huge man. No. So, oh, it was a bit, you know, scary watching that happen, but... Wrestling is very real, everyone. Very definitely. real. Um, but ultimately, match ended with the ref getting knocked out and the club interfering yes. to make AJ win. Quite a, quite a poor finish. Very poor finish, but this will obviously mean more of the feud to go on in the future. Agree. So this is not the end of John Cena versus AJ Styles. It's only the beginning. And hopefully there is some improvement throughout this time. So then we had the Money in the Bank ladder match. My opinion, match of the night. Um, exciting. So good to see all these six guys in there because there's so much history and so much chemistry in that ring when they all work together. Some insane spots. Kevin Owens on oh, the edge Kevin. of the ladder. Oh, Sammy Damn near Zanes. broke his spine. Oh, that was, wow, like my whole body just, oh, yeah. that was, ooh. You felt was, it. You I felt, felt that it. That was painful to watch. But some fantastic spots, like you said, during the uh, match. Not as many ladders as I hoped there would be. <laughs> no, but I really liked that little setup that they did. <laughs> right and at they the had end. The, yeah, they had like a kind of pyramid going with ladders. Yeah, Anyone was, who wasn't good. a wrestling fan would look at that and go, what? Yeah, it's construction work. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Uh, 
to end the match. Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens on the top of the ladder. Slugging it out. Until Kevin Owens fell, and all that was left was Mr. Dean Ambrose, who became Mr. Money in the Bank. It just sounds right. It sounds right, doesn't it? Dean Ambrose is Mr. Money in the Bank. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, chills. But this sounds even better, doesn't it? World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, it, it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it does. So on to the main event of the night, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns for the World Heavyweight Championship. Interesting match, interesting, because it, we all know that they're trying to work the whole Roman's the good guy, Rollins is the bad guy. But it didn't come through at all in the match. No, Rollins really played to the crowd, and so did Roman, in fact. They both really played off the crowd. Rollins working really strongly as a face, working his high-flying manoeuvres as he does. Roman being quite a smart Alec, getting a little bit rough. Mm. And I don't know if you noticed that eyebrow thing. I think he was trying to copy The Rock. Oh. He was doing a bit of a scowl. No. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't notice that. You've got to pay attention to these things. Oh, jeez. I don't look at the eyebrows, per se. <laughs> but uh, there was that one spot in the match where Roman Reigns went for the spear. Yes. And Seth Rollins turned it into a pedigree. That was fantastic. That should have been the finish. That was excellent. I, 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 I never saw that coming. Like, no. you, It worked so well. And yeah. I never put two and two together. That was awesome. So Seth ultimately, after that pedigree, went for the pin. Only got a two count, but then ended it with another pedigree. Match over. Seth Rollins wins clean and becomes the world heavyweight champion. Groundbreaking. Until <laughs> our favourite uh, wrestling tune kicks in. <laughs> Seth Rollins realises Dean Ambrose is on his way to cash in the money in the bank. Yes. Clean knocks him out from behind with the money in the bank briefcase. Cashes in. Dirty deeds. Yes. And it's done. Three count. Dean Ambrose becomes the world heavyweight champion. These are the moments that make me glad I'm a wrestling fan. <laughs> to say the least. All three members of the Shield held the world heavyweight championship within the space of 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was awesome. It's good to finally see Dean Ambrose get his title shot. He totally deserves it. Okay, now we're going to talk about the local news. What's been going on in OCW? This week was pretty awesome, actually. If you paid attention, I'm not sure if you did. I did. This was a couple of weeks ago, yeah? I watched the episode from a couple of weeks mm. ago, last night's rerun. Yes. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, like, even watching it a second time, pretty good to see this. Um, a few good matches throughout the night, but what stole the show was the definitely the last match, the main event. Mad Dog vs. Sid Parker, the OCW Heavyweight Championship. In a dog collar match. I like Sid Parker. I like his look. <laughs> Me too. He's like literally... The, he pulls it off. What do they call him? Jurassic Punk. The Jurassic Punk. That will make sense when you see him. Yeah, it's... um. So this was an awesome match. Definitely some good spots, some hardcore uh, spots. I love a good dog collar match. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds horribly kinky, but I love a dog collar match. <laughs> um, this, uh, these two, they're... They clashed really well. Mm. Like, Mad Dog was, you know, he's one of those, you know, take hits and give them as much. Uh, you know, he was pushing Sid Parker as, well, you know, hit me, you know? Yeah, good contrast. Um, these two work so well together mm. in a ring against each other. So there were some good uh, table sections. Ultimately, the match resulted in Mad Dog's victory, still retaining the OCW championship, uh, but only as of that episode. The innovator of violence... ECW Extreme Championship Wrestling legend Tommy Dreamer brings his promotion, House of Hardcore, 
miteinander. What's up everyone? We're here at the White Horse Club in Burwood East for a special event. OCW Outback Championship Wrestling presents Tommy Dreamer's House of Hardcore. Tonight we've got some special guests, former WWE superstars Victoria, Mickey James, Carlito and the one and only Tommy Dreamer. We've also got some OCW favourites like Cletus, Crackerjack and Mad Dog. to a lot of um, Australian shows but really good tonight. It's the first one I've been to since I was a kid. i just seen Tommy Dreamer bring out the big guns.
OCW, men and women in the back, we raise the bar tonight. We're definitely coming back next year. That's all we've got time for this week here on The Hot Tag. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Snapchat. This is Ez and Jules, tapping out. Ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure to like us on Facebook at The Hot Tag. And also follow us on Snapchat at The Hot Tag.